What's up, what's up, hustlers? You know what it is. It's your boy, JT. And I want to tell you guys about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Unless you record and edit podcast right from your phone. That's literally what I'm doing right now. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms with a single tap. It's also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. That's major. Anchor allows creators to earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Best of all, it's totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's go! Hello and welcome to the Income Autopilot Podcast. I'm your host, JT. This is the show that teaches you to stop working and enjoy life while money works for you. Now, a very cool question that I recently got asked and that I am going to answer from my perspective in this episode is this. Um, If I was a truck driver... I didn't have a whole lot of extra time, but I also wanted to make at least an extra $1,000, and that's how they posted it to me, so you guys can say whether you wanted to make an extra $1,000 a month, a week, whatever, right? Um, but we're just going to talk about how to make an extra $1,000, and the same way you could do it in a month, you could scale it up, do it in a week. Uh, I'm actually part of a personal uh, group text group where we talk about making a thousand dollars a day um but to make it simple just so everybody can explain it i'll come from the perspective of a thousand dollars a month but do know that you could take this and scale this to a thousand dollars a week or even a thousand dollars a day if that's something that you really want to do so if i was a truck driver i wanted to make an extra thousand dollars but i don't have a lot of time what do i do Well, I actually have three options for you on what you can do, not just one. I'm going to go through them in the order that I think that you should do them in because I believe that they're going to build on top of one another. First things first, I will go to social media. This is assuming that I don't have a lot of time or a lot of money, but you can, in a very inexpensive way, start a mobile podcast. You can include a video element in that mobile podcast as well. And now that mobile podcast is not just a audio podcast like what you're listening to now. It's also a YouTube video. It's also a Facebook post on your Facebook fan page. And you can also have it transcribed using software. Now it's a blog post for your blog site. And now that is four income streams at a minimum. Four income streams. And that is based off of one conversation you had in your truck while you're going down the highway. So as you're delivering loads, whether you're going over the road or local, you can have one conversation giving your thoughts, your expertise, your opinion, your funny commentary. This is the crazy thing, right? Just because you're a truck driver doesn't mean that you got to have a truck driving podcast or a truck driver YouTube or a truck driver Facebook page or blog. You could love sports. And you give sports commentary. You can love sneakers. You could be a foodie. You could be great at relationship advice. You could be great at nutrition. You could be great at business in general, not just trucking. So just because you're a truck driver doesn't mean that you're restricted to only talk trucking. All right. Most people are multifaceted. They have multiple layers. And truck drivers are no different. So even though your eyes are on the road, both hands are on the steering wheel. You're focused on being the most efficient you can be as a truck driver. You can still talk, all right? And 
You just got the GoPro mounted to the desktop. You got some good audio, got some good light. This is assuming that you're driving at night, maybe in the daytime. You don't even need that light. You got the camera, you got some good audio, and you're just driving places you're going everywhere, and you're thinking out loud. You're going to be thinking anyway, so why not think out loud, all right? And believe it or not, that could become a podcast where the audio itself is monetized, just like this audio is. The YouTube content, just like my YouTube channel is. My Facebook page, I actually hired somebody to start my Facebook business for me because I don't even have the time to do it, but we'll soon be monetized on Facebook. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this episode, we're monetized there. And my blog site, I also hired uh, some experts as well to help me with that. So now I could take one conversation that I had one time in life, make four income streams at a minimum off of it that can follow me in perpetuity. Because just because you did the conversation today doesn't mean that you only make money today. This conversation is being had December 24th, 2022. This conversation, this podcast, I am sitting at the dining room table in my media house, December 24th, 2022. If you're listening to this and it is any other day, Besides December 24th, 2022, guess what? This one conversation that I had is still making me money in perpetuity because every time somebody listens to this episode, I'm going to get paid. All right? That's how podcasts work. Same thing with the YouTube. Same thing with the Facebook. Same thing with the blog site. If you do it right, all of this social media has a path to monetization. You can start off, again, a basic GoPro a lapel mic with a voice recorder. If you want to invest more, you can have a wireless mic, but it's not uh, required. And you can get some transcription software, either the paid or the free stuff. The free version is Otter. I'm going to assume that everybody wants to get their feet wet with the free version and then later decide uh, if they ever want to go into the paid version as well. Here's the pushback. I don't know how to edit. Guess what? I'm not editing any of these podcast episodes. So if I misspeak or if the ice maker goes off because I forgot to unplug it or if my daughter runs through or if my dog hears me outside of my window and starts barking, guess what? This is going to be one of the realest episodes just like every other episode. All right. I tell you guys all the time, you don't have to be perfect to be profitable, but you do have to get started. You don't have to be perfect to be profitable, but you do have to get started. All right. And let this podcast not only be valuable to you based off of the information that you're receiving, but also if you hear background noise, hey, understand, hey, JT getting a podcast room built while other people would be researching about podcasting and planning all this stuff they're going to do once the room gets built. JT went to his dining room table, started podcasting. Once the podcast room gets finished, guess what we're going to do? We're going to start reporting live from the podcast room. But until then, guess what we're going to do? We're going to report live from the dining room table. So that's where we're here with it. All right? And this is going to be available on all podcasting platforms. One conversation. I'm still getting checks from 2017. I'm still getting checks from 2017 and 2022. Content I created way back in 2017, still paying me each and every month. Same thing can happen for you. I'm a firm believer that I could teach anybody how to monetize their social media. 
yes, you. Even you that think that you can't do it, you don't have anything to talk about, you don't like how you look, you don't like how you sound, uh, whatever pushback you have, if you're willing to say, hey, listen, I'm going to be coachable. And if you believe in me even more than I believe in myself, I'm willing to be coachable, JT. Coach me on how to make an extra $1,000 a month first. Now that I got that $1,000 a month coming in consistently, AJT, I want to make $1,000 a week. AJT, I want to make $1,000 a day. It's 100% possible via social media if you package it the right way, right? That's point number one. Point number two is consultations and middleman services. This could be via information or literally just connecting them with your contacts or other services that you have. All right, keep in mind we're naming these three in order. Start off on social media because it's free. I don't own Facebook. I don't own YouTube. I don't own any podcast network, right? I own the content that I produce, but not the distribution network like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you so choose to listen to this app, maybe on Spotify, right? I don't own any of that. I just own the content. Only thing I own is my website. It's like my blog site. It's free to upload. Right, it's important to know I don't own it because I'm not a gatekeeper. Anybody can upload it, right? And just because I have my own websites, that doesn't mean that you can't go to jhfhosting.com, get your own domain name, and make your own website. That's a nugget. Jhfhosting.com. J is in Juliet. H is in Hotel. F is in Frank. Jhfhosting.com. All right. I'm going to drop a whole lot of nuggets here. You got to just be willing and able to pick them up. Now, these consultations, for the people out there that say, hey, nobody will book a consultation with me, one, they don't know that you offer consultations, and they don't know why they would need you to give them consultations. My experience in the transportation industry has been that my very first mentor was my uncle, who was a truck driver, has been driving trucks now almost 40 years. He advised me not to get my CDLs looking to other things in trucking. That led me to the independent courier business that I got into. Uh, my first legitimate business, they gave me the disposable income so I could pay my bills and also invest into other things. So full transparency, was I ever a CDL truck driver? No. Did I talk to CDL truck drivers every day and learn the business and apply that to my independent courier transportation business? Absolutely. And that's how we expanded from being just an independent courier to an expediter to a commercial moving company. And by becoming that trifecta that allowed us to scale up a business that didn't require a CDL, was not restricted by DOT, yet some weeks we was making just as much money as the big guys. All right? Especially if you were local. Especially if you were local. And I'm doing this with a cargo van and a 10-foot box truck. Nothing crazy. All right? Nothing crazy. I started sharing that on social media like tip number one um, that I gave you already. It was primarily in YouTube con uh, YouTube content form. Now we're spreading out into Facebook, podcast, blogs, TikTok, you name it. You're going to see us all over the place. But in the beginning, we only started with one channel. Guess what? That's enough. If you start off just with Facebook, just with YouTube, just with whatever is relevant as you're listening to this, that's enough. I built up a name for myself. 
First, I was like you. I didn't believe anybody would pay for a consultation. So you know what I did? I said, well, if you give me hmm, $50 a month, I'll do as many business consultations as you want. I didn't even know anybody was going to sign up. I was still running the business. I said, man, if six people jump on it, that's an extra $300 a month. That would be crazy. I got over 100 Crazy. Crazy. It got so crazy that I had to up the prices. When people started falling off, it was a good thing because I didn't even have the time to help them and still run my business. Now we're significantly higher than that. All right? Last consultation I did was for $750 an hour. All right? Depending on when you're listening to this, we're probably higher than that now. But... They found me and began to develop a like, know, and trust for my brand based off of the free value that they got from social media. They wanted more personalized help, so they signed up for the consultation. Don't get it twisted. I can get $750 an hour every day if that's what I wanted, just doing a consultation a day for one hour a day. Why? Because I've created so much social media content, built up so much brand equity that companies will happily get on the phone with me for one hour and get a personalized approach to recreate for themselves what I've done for myself. Think about it. If you're a truck driver, here's some statistics as of this recording. Average company driver. And you can compare what you're earning and decide if it's average or not average. And, of course, the person that uh, is a truck driver in L.A. may not make the same amount of money that's a truck driver in Mississippi. But still, when they do national averages, they say that the average company driver makes around 60000 a year. The average owner-operator makes around $140,000 a year as of 2022, since we're in December now when we're having this conversation. I know personally a good friend of mine. We served in the military together. He got out. He joined a trucking company. They was paying him 500 a week, and he was living in the truck, and he was always stranded on the weekends in some random city he didn't want to be in. But he felt like that was life. That's what he had to do. So that's what he did. Making two grand a month, the company provided the truck. He lived in the truck. It was a sleeper. All right? Now, imagine if you're somebody that's just average, according to quote-unquote, air quote, average is by current statistics. Do you think somebody that's making $24,000 a year would like to know how to make $60,000 a year? Would like to know how to make $140,000 a year? If you are bonafide the truth when it comes to explaining how to go from 24000 to 60000 Do you think somebody that's making 24000 even though they don't have a lot of money, will be willing to give you $750 for you to give them a personalized blueprint on how to go from 24 to 60 If they say, no, you're targeting the wrong people, keep on targeting people that really want to stay in the industry and do well. You only need one yes. Only need one yes.
So you can start off doing consultations and other middleman services. Uh, they they could be informative, like courses, like eBooks. I'm a fan of all of that. Um, but even going deeper than that, you can share resources with. Maybe you have a relationship with dispatchers because you've been in the business for a while. Maybe you got some information about brokers that they need to know, the good and the bad. They need to know the good so they can capitalize on it. They need to know the bad so they can steer clear of it. Maybe you know some regulations as to, hey, listen, if you're on the East Coast and you're going West Coast, you might need to know this. If you're going West Coast and going East Coast, you need to know this. Hey, if they're trying to send you there, understand that it may be hard for you to get out of that area because of this, this, and this. These are all things that they may not know. Or you might tell them, hey, you're going to take this load. It doesn't pay a ton of money, but you're going to make a killing coming out of there. Or whatever it is. So any information you have, not just dispatchers and brokers, but on loads, about pay, how do you negotiate, how do you do business in general. And like I said, just because you're a truck driver doesn't mean that you're restricted to doing only truck driver content. This is leveraging your time so you get maximum ROI from your time. So even though you're making money as a truck driver, if you're doing a sports commentary blog, you can still run it up and make money off of your social media as a sports commentator. And you can still do consultations with people or marketing efforts with people that are still trying to learn, hey man, how you get so many followers on your, your social media? How you edit, how you record like that? I'm a truck driver too, I like what you are doing, I wanna do that too. Um, can, can we talk about it? Do you mind explaining this to me, explaining that to me? Right. Guess what? If they really want to know how to do it and you don't teach them, they'll find out anyway. They'll find out anyway. At least if you teach them, now you got a relationship with that person. They might be bigger than you one day. You open up this door for them, they might open up a castle door for you down the line. All right? So understand that consultations are providing other middleman services to help those people that enjoy what you do or want to do what you do, get to that level, have a greater understanding, whether it's on how you do your social media, how you do your trucking business, how you do your fitness, how you do the whatever it is that your content is, that's why they build on each other. Last but definitely not least is hard money slash private money lending. There is no time frame in my opinion, as to how long you should wait before you go from one to three. And maybe you never make it all the way through all three. But these are three proven ways that I know for a fact you can make $1,000 a month, you can make $1,000 a week, you can make an extra $1,000 a day. That does not mean that it's going to happen overnight, and that's what holds a lot of people back. Here's the good thing. Even if it takes three years, I know somebody hear that number and say, heck no, I don't want to do it. Lord willing, if you plan on being a truck driver anyway within the next three years, if you start today and you make it that long, time still passed by. Why not take advantage of it and now have an additional four grand or more coming in? Even if you conservatively have an extra $1,000 coming in, 12 grand a month, time is not going to stop. And this is in addition to what you're already doing. It's not taking away from anything that you're already doing. Now, hard money lending for me is 
I invest money in real estate backed by the real estate. The value of the real estate as is is worth more than what I'm giving. Keyword being as is. All right. So that way, if I give them $50,000 to do repairs before you even do any repairs, that property need to be worth at least 80, 90 grand. So that way, if you think you're going to run off on the plug, we're going to do everything through an attorney. I'm going to have ownership rights to that property. Um, and if you don't pay me my money back, we're going to drop a for sale sign in the yard. I'm going to make way more money selling your property and collecting the money from that sale than if you just pay me my money back with interest. That's how I do hard money. All right? You can find these people by calling all of the We Buy Houses signs in your area. Networking. You can use meetup.com. You can use social media groups, right? And you don't go there and day one start throwing money. First time you go there, whether it's virtually or in person, you're going there to learn, to understand, to see what sort of opportunities are out there. See if that's something that you are interested in. Seeing if that's something that you understand. Anything that can make you a lot of money can cost you a lot of money. So you want to invest in things that you understand and invest in things that you like, right? That's how I do my hard money play. If they don't have any equity greater than what they're asking for, it's always a no. If the terms aren't short enough, it's always a no. If the interest rate is not high enough, it's always a no. So why would they come use you, JT? Because they can't get the money from the bank. They might not have the credit. Their debt to income may not be right. They might already have too much uh, debt out there, too many open mortgages. Well, why would you give them the money, JT? Because I'm giving them a money based off of the deal itself, not based off of who they are as a person. The bank is going to analyze them as a person or as a business if they're going to get the money under a business name. I am making decisions strictly based off of this isolated deal. So if you have a lot going on and this isolated deal falls apart, this deal is so good on, on its own that I'm still going to make my money back plus interest. So I'm either going to get the return that we agreed upon and I'm happy with that, or even if everything in your life falls apart, we structure the deal so well that I'm great either way. Everything is through an attorney. You're going to give me a promissory note. We're going to have a, a contract. We're going to have clear-cut terms. We're going to have clear-cut interest rates. Everything is in black and white through an attorney. It's filed. It's public information. I now hold what most markets will call a private mortgage against your property. If you don't give me my money back with interest, I can foreclose. I can sell that property. Now, that's hard money lending. That's working primarily with experienced real estate investors. I don't want to work with newbies trying to figure it out. Because newbies trying to figure it out, they're going to go and try to get all the paperwork and stuff themselves. They're going to say, well, I pulled the comps. I researched this, I researched that. Of course, if you're doing everything, you're going to try to make sure all the numbers make sense because you really want my money. Give me a report from the realtor that's going to help you sell it. That's where I want the comps from. Give me a quote from a licensed contractor that I can call and verify to make sure that these repairs are what's needed. And let me know 
that this is how much they're going to charge me to do it. I want to call that realtor, make sure that these comps are accurate. If we do this, what the market is saying is that we can sell it for that. If you're going to refinance it out and then rent it, let's get a letter from your bank. Not all banks do this, but if you're working with a small bank, if they do offer that, I want that. If they don't offer that, I want to talk to a property management company and say, okay, worst case scenario, the property is going to still be worth more than what I put in it. If you're going to manage the property, what's rents look like in this area? So I've already talked to the realtor. They told me, hey, hey, boom, these numbers are right. How fast are properties moving right now? 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you know, depending on the market, whatever she says. Okay, so if they default on me, I can liquidate this realistically in 90 days or less, get my money back plus this much profit. Cool. Now I'm talking to the property management company that's going to manage it if it's going to become a rental. They're going to give me all the details on it. All right? Now I can make a conscious decision. I love doing deals like that. I am really going to switch that lending business into only doing real estate deals because to me they're the simplest ones to do and they're the safest ones to do if you structure them the right way with the right person. Never let somebody try to come to you with all the information themselves, no team, no way to validate it through independent third parties, no collateral, and they just want you to put cash money in their hands. You're asking to get screwed over. That's not how you do the business, all right? Now, private money lending, the reason why I added that to it is because I have friends of mine that are government contractors. I'm helping them market and promote their trainings on government contracting, and they are going to expand into doing bigger and better deals. Well, one issue, and there's a lot of different micro-businesses that you can start in government contracting that can make you a whole lot of money. But one of the issues, and every time there's a problem, there's an opportunity, right? That's what we know as entrepreneurs. One of the problems that they have is that you might win a government contract. You might execute on that contract. The government might be paying you a little slow. It's around Christmas time when my friend reaches out to me. They say, hey, they're going to cut the check. It should get to me around this time. But because of the holidays... I'm not going to be able to have access to that money to pay my workers until after Christmas. The issue with that is if my workers don't have a Christmas, I don't have any workers after Christmas. Straight up. Here is the official correspondence showing you that everything that I'm saying is true. It's not my opinion. It is from an official source. Here is the collateral that I have. In this case, it could be a Porsche. Right? He has a really nice Porsche. He needed 25 grand to cover payroll. Porsche easily is worth 40 grand. That's conservative. All right? We can romanticize that it's worth 75, 80, whatever, whatever. But being conservative, lowest price I've seen out for it in that condition, 40, right? So I could quickly liquidate that. I could rent it out on platforms like Turo or hire a car, I could sell it, I could trade it in and get something else, right? As long as I understand 
because you might say I would never take a car that's worth 40 grand because it's a depreciating asset um, in exchange for 25,000 of my dollars. So the point is, I was okay with that collateral. If you're not okay with that collateral, don't take the deal. I was okay with that collateral, already had a way to make more money than what I expensed out by helping them. They called me back in less than a week. That money came back with interest, right? Because I did this play, within the next 30 days, really less than that, within the next 14 days, if we want to be more specific, I will be receiving $85,000 based off of the money that I lent out coming back to me with interest, all right? Now, the interest, if we were to combine it all up, is around 30%. So if you take 30% off of 85, that'll tell you how much money I put out there, all right? To some people, that's not a good return. To me, I'm more than happy with putting my money out there, getting 30% return annually on it by having a hard money or a private money business, right? Now, this doesn't require me having social media. This doesn't require me doing consultations or any middleman services. However, this does require me to have some money. So if you don't already have some money stacked up, the first two ways is how you get the money, and then you could do it the third thing once you have the money. Of course, once you get to a certain amount of money, you can start investing into other things. Now you can be creative. You could buy and hold real estate and have rental properties that you have your own property management people to manage. You could have this business operating, invest in that franchise. You can get real sexy with it once you get some money. But if I was a truck driver today, I didn't have a lot of time, but I wanted to make an extra $1,000 per month, per week, or per day, what I personally would do would start off leveraging social media because it's free. I would try to put out 100 pieces of content in 100 days or less. If you don't think it's possible, that's literally what I'm doing with this podcast. This is episode seven, right, of 100. All right, well, technically, my first episode was episode zero. So by the time I get to 100 episodes out, it'll be episode zero through 99. All right, but this is episode seven, but it's technically my eighth podcast of 100 podcasts that I'm putting out in 100 days or less. So don't tell me what's possible and what's not possible. I promise you that I am just as busy, if not more busy, than anybody listening to this podcast. Hope you got value out of today's episode. Again, you're listening to the Income Model Pilot Podcast. This is the show that teaches you how to stop working for money and putting your money to work so that way you can enjoy more of your life, fulfill more of your God-given purpose. Share this with a friend, and I'll see you all in the next episode.